Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. I am super excited to have a very dynamic couple on the show today. I always like having the opportunity to interview a couple, especially a couple that works together, that has kind of figured it out. And I mean, I, I don't want to say figured it out completely because we're always still learning, but they've kind of figured it out, how to work together, how to build a business that they're passionate about, and how to intertwine it in with their family. It's that work-life integration thing that I love so much. So I'm super excited to have Mike and Gabby Grinberg with us today. They are the founders of Proofpoint Marketing, and they're a couple of hustlers with agency, corporate, and startup experience that that put their expertise to work in a way that would change that would change their path in life, both personally and professionally, inspired by their journey of becoming preemie parents. They knew they wanted to create a people-first company that prioritized exceptional work, enabled transparency among employees and clients, and fostered flexibility and work-life balance through a remote working culture. You can find more about them at their website, which is proofpoint.marketing. You can also grab those all their links in the show notes and they just recently launched their podcast, so that's super exciting. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Mike and Gabby, welcome to the show. Hey, Mario. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, Mario. It's great to have you. I, you know, one thing I want to point out to people really quickly, because, you know, they think about, like, my parents have all, they've worked together, right? They're, ever since I can remember. My mother was a nurse. My dad's a chiropractor. After I was born, my mother left the hospital, became his office manager, and ever since, it's been, what, 35 years now, They've been working together in the same office, doing the same thing. And it's such a, an interesting dynamic to watch. And I want to point out to people that when I talk to you, the first thing I noticed, you guys work together. You work from home remotely, which I do too. So I absolutely love that. But you each have your own space within your home. And I can see both of you in your own space as we do this. And I just think the way you have it worked out is so cool. You know, we, when we, well, thank you for that. And kudos to your parents for working together because it does take a certain level of grit and determination and compromise and so much more when you choose to work with your spouse. It's also incredibly rewarding and exciting. And we can talk a little bit, a little bit about that because that relates um, not only to us, but also to our podcast. <clears throat> One of the stipulations that Mike and I had when we started to work out together was that we absolutely needed to have separate spaces. While we do enjoy working together, we don't enjoy being in the same room together for a, you know, nine to five while working. We have different work styles. Mike likes to talk out loud. Uh, sometimes I will sing or I'll tap my foot. And 
Um, you know, those little ticks, while it gets us through the day individually, it drives the other completely crazy. So, um, you know, we just had to have different workspaces for sure. Now, let me ask you this question. While you're working, you're each in your own office. Where's your daughter go when she's at home? That's so, a good question. Yeah, very it good. Depends question. on the day. Depends on the yeah, very good question. So we are very lucky that, um, you know, during this time of COVID, um, you know, we had to pull our daughter out of school. But um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, she is with Mike's parents. Um, his mom is retired and his dad works from home. And they live about 10 minutes from our house. So one of us will drop her off in the morning. The other will pick her up in the afternoon, probably around five or six. And she's with grandma daycare, which is great because Mike's mom is really, really diligent about um, uh, homework, you know, and doing uh, doing school, even though our daughter's in preschool, but helping her get ready for writing and reading and geography and just really educating her and doing some beautiful um, assignments with her that she loves. And of course, we love it. Um, and Thursday and Friday, she's home with us. And on Thursday and Friday, Mike and I just take turns. We work in shifts. Um, if we're on a call together, we will, we will, you know, put her in front of Disney. Uncle Disney is a huge help for us these days, as with a lot of other parents. Um, and, uh, and then we just work in shifts. You know, it's, it's not ideal, but a lot of people in the world today are facing that, are having to figure out how to work from home with a spouse, maybe if they don't work together normally, and also balancing, um, you know, having kids at home. So um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is when we get the most work done during the week. Thursday and Friday, we're, we're taking turns and we're working in shifts. And often that means we're working late, but we do have a good time. You know, we do have the opportunity to spend some quality time with our daughter. I love how you have it systematized and worked out. And I have a question for you now, Mike. Um, Gabby mentioned that your father works from home. Has he always worked from home or is that something no. that he's thought, he saw you do and said, hey, I want to try that too? Uh, I don't think it had anything to do with us. It was some of my, my dad's a, a computer programmer forever. So he, he works for the state uh, over in Minnesota and he does database. I, I don't even know exactly what he does at this point, but something with databases with, something with their healthcare system, et cetera. Anyway, um, he is not the social type. So, uh, and he lives far away from the office. It's like almost an hour with when there was traffic would be an hour drive with traffic. So when he got a new boss that started allowing some work from home, he started working remotely a couple of days a week. And then like one or two days a week, turned to three days, three days a week. And then COVID hit and he's like, I'm never going back. I don't care what they tell me. I'm done. <laughs> like, and he doesn't, he, he could retire if he wanted to. So it's one of those things where if they want to keep him around, they'll let him do kind of what he wants. Otherwise he's going to quit. And I, I get it. I've been working from home for 10 years. I love the, the work from home type deal. And you know, you both work from home now, but you know, you, you did it from when I read your story that's on your site from having conversations from you in the past, you kind of did it out of necessity, right? Because you both were doing your own thing. Then your daughter was born as a preemie. And when that all happened, it kind of changed the whole course of both of your lives. Absolutely. Yes. You hit the nail right on the head. Um, we became parents five years ago in 2015, but we became parents in very in a very unexpected and unplanned way. Our daughter was born 16 weeks early. 
um, at 24 weeks gestation. And for anyone listening that doesn't know what that means, um, let me break it down for you. A typical gestation, you know, a woman's pregnancy is nine months. So that's typically 40 weeks. Our daughter was born four months early at 24 weeks. So just shy of the halfway mark. So she was really just only half baked at that point, literally. Um, and we had a very long NICU journey. Our daughter was in the NICU for six months. Uh, shortly after I had an emergency C-section due to preeclampsia, I lost my job. So that, you know, talk about insult to injury. And, um, and then I became what I call a stay-at-hospital mom because my job was to go to the hospital every day. Our daughter was there for six months, and I was pretty much there uh, Monday through Sunday, uh, almost every day for those six months, just to be there with her. And, and, and I needed that as much as she did. And, um, when we came, when she was released from the hospital, um, she had some significant medical needs. And so I continued my journey as from stay at hospital mom to stay at home mom for the first two years of her life until she was about 22 months old. And as our as luck would have it, um, the company that Mike was working for at the time went bankrupt. They filed Chapter Seven bankruptcy, and so we we kind of had some little you know blips along our journey from you know having a premature baby very significantly early, me losing my job, me becoming a stay at home parent to a child with significant medical needs at the time, and then Mike losing his job just two years early, you know, two years after that. And um, when he lost his job, when the company went under, it was right around the time that we had, we started having discussions about me going back to work. Because being a stay-at-hospital mom and a stay-at-home mom was really not part of my plan. I wanted to continue working. And interestingly, both Mike and I have, um, you know, we come from the same industry. We're both in digital marketing, albeit we have different skill sets and different um, backgrounds in digital marketing. Um, we both have, you know, 17 plus years working in, in, in marketing. And so I wanted to go back to work. I was at a point where I was ready to do that. Our daughter was um, much stronger, healthier, and able to kind of not need uh, around-the-clock care as she did when she was an infant. And um, we had a very significant choice to make. You know, do we do we just go out and get corporate gigs? Um, you know, we both go to work, um, which wasn't ideal, but it was an option. Or do we think about doing something on our own? And I, sh I should mention that also during the past, during those two years of our daughter's uh, first two years of life, when I lost my job, Mike had started to take on some consulting work on the side, you know, to make up for losing an income. We, we were a dual income, uh, you know, dual income couple to all of a sudden a single income couple. And we had a child with significant medical needs. So Mike started consulting. And around that, those two, you know, up, up until that point that this was 2017, um, his, his clients, his, his small consulting clients had really started to pick up. They really started to, um, to be, you know, to, to be more than he could handle on his own. And so we were, we had a decision, either we drop these clients, you know, transition them to a trusted partner or resource or somebody that we knew in the industry that could take them on. And we both go and get jobs and we put our daughter in daycare or 
we jump in, rip the Band-Aid off, take these small clients that we had that were growing and build a business out of it. And we decided to do the latter. Um, and it made a lot of sense for us because even though our daughter was doing tremendously well at that point, she was, you know, she was two years old and she had had a, a pretty rough start to life. And we didn't just want to throw her into a daycare center. We wanted to be there for her. She had multiple doctor's appointments and therapy appointments. And so, you know, having a bit more stable home life with parents at home made sense for her, made sense for our family. And financially, it also made sense for us and professionally because we were both doing what we love, you know, being in, in digital marketing. And um, it gave us a, a huge sense of financial freedom that even with our dual income prior to having a family, uh, we were doing better at, at this point as, you know, a small consulting agency, the two of us taking on clients on our own. So all around it, it just made the most sense for us to do this. And people thought we were crazy. You know, people thought, man, you, you just had a premature child. You went through this huge medical ordeal. You lost, you lost your job, Gabby, you lost your job, Mike. And now you guys want to start a business. People thought we were absolutely crazy. And looking back, I think that we were crazy too, but it ended up being, um, the absolute best decision for us and for our family. It's an incredible story. And I, I love how everything turned out. And, you know, you made calculated risks and they're paying off. I Really quickly, Mike, I want to hear your side of it because I know it's the, you know, you both experienced kind of the same thing as you went through these things together. But, you know, you probably have a little bit of a different perspective as you went through it than Gabby did. I'd love to hear your take or your perspective. Yeah, I mean, my, the probably the biggest difference is that while Gabby will call herself sort of an accidental entrepreneur, for me, that was always the objective. Like I was always, I mean, there's like, I think we, we counted uh, a while back. I think there's like 15 domains that we own that I at some point was going to turn into businesses that never just you didn't get off the ground. Or, <laughs> I yeah. have like 80 of them that just sitting yeah. there. I'm like, I'll buy it if I use it. Great. There was not, more. I think I've let a number of them lapse. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, yep. Yep. So there, that was always kind of my objective and for a variety of reasons, like, well, I always say sort of like life got in the way before, but this was one of those things where life actually kind of forced us into it where, you know, Gabby says, yeah, getting corporate gigs was an option. It really wasn't uh, like our daughter was doing better, but she still had some medical needs, a bunch of medical appointments. Like it really wasn't realistic for us to put her into a daycare and you know, go to work or even get a nanny and leave the house. Because what we ended up doing, like when we, when we started the business, we got a nanny because we couldn't have a, you know, almost two year old with, uh, you know, the needs that she had and whatever, just kind of around and us both working. Right. So we got a full-time nanny at the time but we were in the house. So anytime the nanny had a problem or a question, all she had to do was walk upstairs. Right. So it really wasn't, a, it really wasn't an option. So it, it really was started, I think, out of necessity, but it was always the, from my perspective, it was always the objective to be on our own and kind of be our own boss, if you will. Uh, and this sort of, you know, forced that and create and allowed us to have this opportunity to create, uh, you know, something bigger than ourselves, if you will. 
But I will throw in there, Mario, that Mike never wanted to work with me. He never wanted to work with his spouse. I had proposed the idea before we had a daughter. I was consulting on my own before I took a full-time job, and then we started our family. And Mike, that was like a hard no from him. He was like, no way, I'm not working with you. You know, I love you. You're great. You're smart. I'll help you on the side, but I'm not working with you. Mike was really adamant about having a clear separation of our home. I was not ready to mix business and pleasure. Yeah, he was not ready for that. And then, um, like he said, our our life kind of pushed us in that direction. And it's been um, it's been the best decision for us. So, Mike, do you are you you're happy where you are now? You're glad that you did it. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it any other way. I'm at this point. It doesn't even matter if I like it or not because I'm unemployable. <laughs> so, <laughs> <That's good. laughs> you know, I don't think anybody would want to would, would hire me at this point. So if, if this doesn't work, I'll be figuring out something else to do. On my own. Sometimes you have to grow into it, right? Sometimes at that point, it's not the best thing, but then it becomes the best thing and you embrace it and it works out. And that seems like what happened. Yep. So. I, thank you for coming on and sharing your story. I can't wait to talk more about marketing and about what, you, uh, what you're what you doing at Proofpoint. And we'll do that in the next episode because you promised to come back for round two. I want to remind everyone that they can find more about you at proofpoint.marketing, which is your website. And all your links are in the show notes. Really quickly, before we go 30 seconds, you can go ahead and plug your podcast. Yes. So we've kind of dropped hints throughout the show. Our podcast is called Mixing Business with Pleasure. We just launched not too long ago. And as you can deduce from our conversations and from the title of the podcast, we feature and interview other uh, business owners that are also life partners, whether they're husband and wife, um, fiance, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, whatever the case may be, if they're in a loving relationship and they also own and work uh, in own a business together and work together we have them on the show so check us out mixing business with pleasure and um uh if you know of an amazing couple that has a fantastic story send them our way awesome mike and gabby grinberg again proofpoint.marketing is where you can find them thanks so much both of you for being here and i can't wait to pick it up on the next show thank you mario we look forward to it Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.